tended to be uh, in, in the European regions, pictures of Jesus looking white, as all the pic pictures did. They, they, they sort of drew these images in their, in their own image, their own reflection. And so what you had then in the early period of German biblical scholarship is the remaking of Jesus as not this Jewish Messiah, but basically this uh, proto-German progressive uh, figure who met the, the cultural needs of the day. The colonial presence that came into North Africa was able to utilize this missionary Christian presence as a way of subjugating the people, right? It was a battle for hearts and minds, but it happened in such a way that, that used sort of the, the, the worst impulses of medieval Christianity. And they would misquote the Bible and say things like, slaves obey your masters and you will have hope for heaven in the next life, but now you may have a life of servitude. And if you combine that with pictures of Jesus, who are always looking like a European, uh, this did become a form of oppression. Yes. Yes. Yes, welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about colorism, right? We're going to have a, a conversation about colorism. And, um, you know, this is, a, this is a serious, serious thing, right? Um, and by doing so and talking about colorism, uh, we're going to talk about white Jesus and the psychological effects that white Jesus, which was produced by our open enemy, white people to our people, right? Um, you know, let me say this right before we begin. You know, shout out to the Real Black Conscious Form family, everybody that rock with us. Message, listen, like, share. If you got an article that you want to send us and you're not really like uh, social media savvy, right? Because I'm kind of noticing we get some feedback that everybody is not social media savvy because, you know, we like for we like for folks to send us an article through the Instagram or um, drop a comment on the YouTube and just, you know, because we kind of check those out the most. But we got a lot of our people that's, they still like to correspond through email, which is cool. It's all good. It's all dope, right? Um, so let me just say this, right? If you kind of look at the way how the Spotify, the Spotify platform is set up through the podcast, just you, you're not going to find us on the Google podcast or Amazon you'll kind of see it on Spotify anchor you'll see like there's a way that you can leave a voice message right to just kind of connect with us you know what I mean sometimes it's like if you go back in the archive you'll even hear it like we will begin the conversation with the voice message and then we're just kind of like you know what I mean um, but if you're not able to do that RBC form 313 at Yahoo you can just drop us email if you want you know what I'm saying you can send your article link there uh, and you can send us a message there and then you know we have absolutely no problem as a village coming together we have a good conversation about it you know we don't do original thought here the podcasts that we discuss are topics that are sent to us right so like even today, you know, today's conversation is brought to us by the great folks from the Windy City, right? From the shy, right out of the Midwest, our brother 10 Speed. He wanted us to speak about colorism, right? Because there's, you know, it's a billion dollar business so much so that skin bleaching cream is a real thing. 
And sometimes we get so busy in our day to day, we can't even see that, you know, well, we kind of see it. And unfortunately, when it comes to the colorism game and jokes, I even do it here. You know what I'm saying? Light skin, bright skin jokes. You know, we from the neighborhood. Unfortunately, we do this. This is like some Willie Lynch kind of like shit. You know what I mean? Yet, though, that is a very different level outside of jokes when you have a person that is dark skinned purchasing skin bleaching cream to be light. Right? So, um, it may not be the biggest deal to us from the hills of North America and the territory that we call the United States, but it's big in the African world. It's big in the Caribbeans. It's big in South America. It's big in the South Asian world. People are buying products to make their skin that much more light, right? I, I sell skin bleaching cream. Pretty controversial, I know. But I do have negative comments. People saying you hate yourself, you wish you were white. But I don't really like listen to it. I don't really, I really don't care. I guess how society sees dark women, like we're basically the the losing team. Like who wants to be on the losing team? You know. Um. You know, to that I I can only say this, beloved. You know. Sometimes I feel like the devil is not from this planet. Even though we understand and we're taught that he operates underneath trignology, which is the art of tricks, lies, and deceit. I just, the level of wickedness that this man is, is almost impossible that he have an earthly beginning. You know, and I, you know, even though we, we, we talk about grafting and, you know, this is a process. We have different ideologies about how this man came about on our planet. He's not ancient. You know, he's not a real ancient man. He doesn't have actually his history is, is like kind of real recent. It's not it doesn't go back anything further than six thousand years. He, he haven't been here. You know, he got this. It's it's uh, I don't know. You know, we don't understand where he where he comes from. Yet, we understand that he is the master of creating a world outside of a world and making you a part of the, the extra world that he created. Like, he is a master at that. Um, right, right, let me, let me say it this way. The original people never dealt with money. We had a trade system and a barter system. You know, we had trade some plums for apples. You know what I'm saying? We'll trade some wood for linen. We'll trade. It was a trading, trading, trading. A real resource to trade with the real resource. And he kind of come along. The small hat. He's the, like the financial brain. And he kind of put together. Like a currency system. And then it went to natural goods. Products and services. And then this is the currency system. But he was in control of printing up the money. So everybody that's underneath the money system and the browner and darker people are always at the bottom. They're always at the bottom. But just to think, though, he was able to take original people off the trading system and convince us to get onto the currency system, which he dominated. It's not a it's not a real world. But once you become a part of that world, you become subject to that world. You at the bottom. It's like he did the same thing with religion. You know, it, it blows our people mind when they come here and I just say, well, there's no such thing as a prophet. Not in the real world. Nature doesn't produce prophets and bishops and that shit is not real. But he figured out a way to make these these extra like positions real. He created this kind of religious family outside of the natural family. And now we look up. He could control this bishop world, this pastor world. This evangelism world, because that's that's a world he created. It's not real. Money is not real. But once he kind of put this system and he put it in place, now he's in charge of it. We end up at the bottom. He's a trickster guy on a whole nother level. And I sit back and I think to myself, he can't be from this planet. Yo, dig this. 
we're gonna talk about colorism but but i'll say this though i really look at how the planet is going right it looks like that black folks and brown people because brown is just a shade of black it is the first shade of black it looks like though there is an attempt and a plot to remove all black people from the planet and the way that technology is going this is just me this is how my mind works this is how I think the way technology is going it, it looks like that this cracker is building this planet to bring some other forces here and it's not and we can't be here we gotta be removed from here for those other forces to get here we live on a planet that's we're, we're temporary beings on the planet and we are all born to die right we know that the original people that the body the human body is like scientifically put together to live two centuries scientifically this human body is to it can go 200 years the heart the muscle the heart the liver the kidneys everything is kind of if you live like a good natural life and it can get, it can go 200 years we're falling off the planet in 50 60 70 years underneath this guy's jurisdiction right so we're just temporal beings temporal beings yet the way that he's putting technology in place is almost as if the way he built the roads and he's setting the landscape up like he's he's building the planet on a level to bring another kind of being here it, it doesn't include us like we have to kind of go he's bringing somebody else here because the way that he's pushing this technology thing it it's he's he's it's almost as if it, check let me say it this way it looked like all the black and brown human beings are slaves and we're building the planet he's using our energy to build towers and skyscrapers and roads and he's building this planet for somebody else it's not us we don't get a chance to enjoy it he's not building it for us he's building all of these rockets and spaceships and planes to 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 get this kind of planet in, in so he can bring another kind of being here and push us out i just view it that way because nobody that uh, that truly understands that life is short is going to push this work thing so strong work work get a job work 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 and you're working you're working you're working and for what if we just let's just enjoy the planet and he has us underneath for like a servitude nobody can just enjoy the planet so much so that black and brown people don't even know the planet anymore you can walk through grocery stores and fruits that used to be there are no longer there i don't remember the last time i seen the peach at the store when the last time i, I used to see peaches and a bunch of plums and now you got a bunch of seedless grapes and he throw you some bananas and now he's gonna come out with some seedless watermelons and this guy can't be from here he's so into cloning and all this old sales splitting and make it he's just trying to but whatever he got going on we're not in the long-term plan those of us that are classified as black folks we are not in the long-term plan we're not to be here something is going on outside of this planet we can't really figure it out but we're going to figure it out but something is going on outside of this planet how could he be from this planet when the, the strongest energy that's here is the sun and the sun doesn't even work well with him how can he be from you know what i'm saying how could this man be from here originate from here yet the sun brings life strength and energy to every living thing here except for him it's like it, it it's an enemy to him i don't know beloved maybe all that is a different story for different day you know i just um you know i'm just thinking about our people what's on the walls of the Mayan civilization what's on the walls in Kemet and it just looks like you know it's something outside of the world that we're trying to connect to and it's something outside of the world that this devil is trying to connect to and it's two totally different types of energy 
you know and it's like the energy that he wants to come here it is a deviation from our natural energy it's, it's a deviation from freedom justice and equality it's more on corruption captivity disproportion he's kind of bring he's trying to bring another energy here right so listen there's a concept that says this there's a concept that says like there's something called the, the Tower of Babel right and this is in the Semitic's religious book and the way that they say it is like the original people were trying to build a tower to reach the heavens so they have a so I don't know they couldn't be uh, if it was another flood to come the tower would be so high that the original people would be safe but it's like it's a war going on between original people and it's like this is a it's a medic god almost right now the original people in this story they were all one and they were building this tower now there's a concept that says it wasn't a tower necessarily because no you know humans know you can only go so far so high up in the skies that the air get thinner you won't be able to breathe blah 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 so it wasn't the it wasn't necessarily like a like just building the tower it was an antenna to kind of reach out and ring in tune to like this righteous kind of force to bring it here yet it was like the semitic deity yahweh he's seen the original people doing their thing so he come down he confused them he get amongst our people he confuses them so they don't even they can't even speak to each other the language doesn't match up he kind of okay so boom let's just come out of that religious world let's come into the real world when you see our villages and every corner of our villages, there's a Semitic house there. Whether it's a, a, a mosque or it's a synagogue or it's a it's a church or whatever. The foundation of that is Semites, Semitic, Semitic energy, Semitic deities. And it seemed like the more we get next to these Semitic deities and energy, the more confused we get. The more confused we are. We're confused about everything when we get around that. And it's, I, I always, when I see all these religions, I think to myself, because they're Semitic religions, I say, man, their, their language, this is like the Tower of Babel all over again. You're building an antenna because the battle was in the skies. And we're taught that the skies is the highest vibration of your mind. The highest vibration of your mind, your thinking. Yet a deity, a war deity can come amongst your people and confuse them all. Their presence amongst us, it confuses us. So we got all of these kind of like, so this religious stuff, we're bumping heads with it. We're, we're complaining about what this guy say, this baptism, this person says you're supposed to baptize this way. This person says, when you get this spirit, this happens. These people say this, something else happens. This is like, it's so you're confused. Everybody's saying something different. So then you tell yourself, okay, wouldn't it make sense if I'm this big, bad, or I don't want to use bad in this in this uh example if this big powerful deity sitting up and i see confusion at a high level i can send an angel to i can deploy an angel down to bring some clarity to the matter it's never it never happens that way it's just people oh you'll figure it out when you die but we're just kind of like playing a guessing game and confusion while we are living but when you go back to the root of the confusion, it's always him. He's the root of all the confusion. He's a trickster. He's a trickster. So our brother said, listen, our brother Ten Speed said, yo, he wants us to have a conversation about colorism. And I'm like, we can do that. Right? Um, we can do that because this is something that we've seen in our generation. Uh, there was a brother he was either from from the islands and somewhere in the in the Latin the Latin world in the Americas his name was uh Sammy Sosa he was a major league baseball player and when we seen our brother he was golden brown because even though many of us live underneath the classification of black it, truth be told we're all just different shades of brown all of us are brown Different shades, darker brown, medium brown, lighter browns. You know, 85% of the world is brown, right? Our brother Semi Sosa had a beautiful brown color, right? Um, our sister Rihanna had a 
a beautiful brown color, you know. Our sister from the Midwest, Latoya Jackson, and her brother Michael Jackson, right? From Gary, a beautiful brown color, you know. Um, Little Kim from Brooklyn, a beautiful brown color, right? Uh, who else I can think of? Um, uh, our sister from Queens. Hell, I can say, you know, our sister Nicki Minaj, beautiful brown color. Uh, there's a uh, cover that just come to mind. It was our sister Beyonce from Texas. Beautiful brown color. But they all look lighter now. Right? There's a there's a photo of our sister Beyonce. She's two, if not three shades lighter than she was when she first came out. You see what I'm saying? This colorism thing is, is a real deal. But it doesn't work without the aid of white Jesus. It doesn't work. Um, yo, that there's a sister. Her name is Black China. You know what I mean? Uh, she's a Florida girl. And, um, you know, you kind of see videos of her mom. And her mom is a very interesting person, to say the least. Her mom... Um, a mom is made in America. Let me say it that way, right? Her mom is a uh, real example of what an indigenous person looks like that comes underneath the system that was created by the devil. You see what I mean? Black China was selling skin lightening products, and one of her biggest markets was in Nigeria. Right, she had a very she had a strong concentrated consumer base in Nigeria. Um. Okay, so oftentimes living in America, in the territory that we call the United States, that in the sixties and seventies, the solution to our people was getting back to Africa. Yeah, this thing. Let's get back to Africa. Let's get back to an African-centered mind frame. And they had this thing called uh, Pan-Africanism. It's like an ideology, right? Yet, when you take a look at what's going on in the black continent of Africa, white Jesus have gotten them too. So much so that they had a a devil who looked like the photos of the white Jesus that come from Europe. He's all like in West Africa and he has a following and people were following him around and they thought he was a real deal. But just to think of the psychological warfare to have all of your gods being white, all of your angels being, being white. All of the standards of beauties and attractiveness, both male and female, are white-skinned people. What does that psychologically do to light brown, medium brown, and dark brown people of the planet? It causes them to bleach themselves. The bleaching comes in two forms, though, beloved. If it's not Physically, like our brother Sammy Sosa, if it's not physically like our brother Michael Jackson, peace be upon him, then it's mentally. And we call the mental form of skin bleaching krakatosis. Right? Shout out to our brother Seti out of Detroit. We call that krakatosis, where you are just so infatuated with this devil um hey yo dig this right this 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 uh let's just sit back beloved let's have a conversation let's just chop it up real quick on some things right because i just want to just really just i want us to really look at this european i want us to really really because i know he taught you the devil under the ground and all this old kind of shit you repeat it <laughs> you looking for something underneath that ground 
But that battle is in the sky. That battle is in your mind. And since we were children and our parents were children and our grandparents and our great-grandparents, this man have been bombarding us. It's been a tsunami of images of him being strong and mighty and handsome and his old lady is beautiful even though we know man you know that's a recessive gene in action when when you see that blonde hair that is the weakest form of a hair follicle we notice you know when you see that that pale skin that is the weakest form you know what i'm saying of the recessive gene mutation we notice yet we put that up as a standard of beauty because he put images in front of us what kind of man would take white Jesus to seven continents? I'm talking about this is a trickster on another level. That is so psychologically damaging, beloved. I, I seen a brother, man, I was looking at a, a TikTok clip. And I seen a brother from Jamaica, man. You know, Jamaica used to be the land of warriors, brother. And it was a brother, he's Jamaican, and... Um, brother had uh he bleached himself and when he bleached himself you know it's a process it's a process it's a process and he came in front of his village in jamaica and the women were saying oh he's so beautiful look at him he's so handsome he looks so good he's fine he's this that's the thing about bleaching in jamaica the female and when them see them go crazy and be like, yo, you're pretty, you're white, you're, you're just white, I'm pretty so. How often do you bleach your skin? Every day. White like Michael Jackson, babes. Tell her, first time I try to get white, I use that alloderm thing there, put it on my face. And I tell her, say, give me a reaction. Make my face come like them sour sap fish there in a, in a water. <laughs> You know, specker, specker. <laughs> if you ever know them fish, specker, specker. You know what I'm saying? Black and thing, it look away, I'm white. You see me? And I'm like, the power of Krakatosis, man. But if they didn't naturally, the imaging is so strong in the media, which is a medium, it is unreal, man. This guy can't be from this planet. It is a all-out war against black skin. Black skin can't be on this planet. It's something up with this black skin. It's something up. You know how racism folks is in India? Right? We're talking about India. Hindu. Man, it is so racist. Hey guys, it's Jasper from Asian Boss. Did you know that skin bleaching or skin whitening is a multi-billion dollar industry in India? Not limited to just women. Indians of both genders invest significant amounts of money into creams, salves, and lotion to try and achieve fair and lovely skin. So our Asian Boss reporter Aksa hit the streets of Mumbai to find out whether or not ordinary Indians are even aware of the skin whitening trend and where the obsession with fair skin came from. In Indian society, generally speaking, which guy would be considered attractive? Uh, dark skin guy or a light skin guy? Lighter skin guy is considered to be more attractive. Uh, if you're asking about personal opinion, I have totally different opinion. It is more of the fairer type because uh, that is what the trend is. For girls, definitely fair. Everybody wants a fair girl. Obviously fair. Fair and beautiful. That's the only thing that matters to be very specific if I talk about marriage. When someone is going for doing arranged marriage, so they first prefer the white girl. So the girl is judged like according to their color. It's all about how media portrays the skin color of a heroine or hero. They try to make them look really fair and we as a youth want to look like that because we consider that okay this is shown as attractive so we consider that as a standard and go by that we understand that skin bleaching or whitening is a billion dollar industry so for our global in audience uh, could you tell us how big this industry is in india oh it's, it's very huge i mean my sister she was i guess 12 years old when she started there's a huge number because of the population of india and that is why i think uh, it is a billion dollar industry in india as well every girl uh, you know even guys uh, indulge in it
but they just didn't go into a room and come out with these ideas themselves that the you know the light-skinned indian people or the hindu people they are much more beautiful than the our people in the south what they call the uh, derivatives you know it, it's just a whole aryan kind of thing and they keep our darker people our brothers that look like us at the bottom everywhere you go we just had a conversation about the brown man being culturally racist our mexican brothers and sisters are culturally racist and sometimes they say v i don't man i don't even get why man you always include brown people brother you don't know folks don't like us and i'm like we don't know a real brown man we only we only know the brown man that came about through captivity that's the only one that we know and what they did to us beloved they did to him they are not they are not spaniards mexicans are not spaniards beloved they're not from spain we speak english beloved we are not from england when you go to central america when you go to the islands when you go to south america those folks down in chile they are not spaniards down there all you see is what is left of the conquered people we are jacksons johnsons and jordans and that's us there are Lopez's and Mr. Rodriguez. Come on, man. That's not, that's a slave name. Their skin have been bleached out through rape. All Mexicans were originally dark brown people. All of them. Everybody from Central America is originally dark brown people. All of them. And the islands and South America. When you see a something changing in the skin tone you know the devil was there so I think it's Brazil right somebody correct me if I'm wrong it's a country in, in South America that has um, 16 races you know it, they got it the Spaniards got it real confusing down there but this is what they do they come to your land. They bring you right, Jesus. You're confused. Everybody's confused. When he sh when you're building a Tower of Babel, let me say it this way, because I got some religious folks in there. They'll be able to understand it when I say it this way. When you are building a oneness kind of deal and you're building a Tower of Babel, all original people, when he come around, when the children of God come around, you're not going to be speaking one anymore. You're going to be confused. You're going to speak different languages. You won't be able to talk to each other and you're going to be scattered over the planet. You're not, you're not going to have any oneness anymore. You're going to be confused. This is why they even tell you, the Semitics tell you in their book, they say God is not the author of confusion. Not to them. They're on the same page. You're confused. <laughs> They're not confused. You're confused. Look at your village. You're confused. You got a religious house on every corner. You're confused. They're not confused. But they want you to, you know, they want to make it like you don't see what you really see. Everybody sees it. So the solution that our people came up with is they're going to take the semantics and give them a paint job and make them all black. They're making Abraham black right now as we speak. They're making Isaac black right now as we speak. They're making Jacob black right now as we speak. Everybody gets a paint job in the Semitic world. Why would we want to claim as original people men that married their sisters and cousins and say they was us? Why do we want to do that? I'm not interested in doing that. The man that married his sister, they really was a black man. No. <laughs> Leave him like he is. He's Semitic. I take it one step further, right? Um, you know, we put together a group, right? We had like a, a, a group uh, on Facebook and I just, I got to a level where Man, I don't participate in it at all. You know what I mean? Yet, though, I would throw up a meme every now and then. And I remember talking to some Muslims, right? And some Christian guys. And they was just trying to explain to me that the son of Mary, you know, he is a, uh, he's an original man, you know. And we're just going over. They're giving me some verses to go over, right? The thing about giving me a verse is I, I'm a reader. And I'm a visual reader. So when I'm reading, I'm visualizing. I'm not so much like getting dreamy-eyed and I'm going to glamorize a bunch of stuff. 
I uh, I visualize what I read, right? So it's one verse that I looked at that they showed me, right? This is black Muslims and black Christians that kind of trying to make it a, like an Afro kind of deal. You know, this is the paint job. I call this the paint job movement where they take all these semantics and they're going to give them a paint job. You know what I mean? And then uh, the Hebrew Israelites, especially. So they give me a verse. And in the verse, it's talking about hair like wool, right? And feet that's like brass that's burned in the furnace. You understand what I'm saying? Now, um, this is how I know that our people is so far removed from nature and from working with our hands and just uh, understanding how things work. What I was trying to point out to the brothers that when you start talking about fine brass burned in a furnace, I think our people get caught up on the word burned because burn, they're thinking they're thinking of a food product. And when you burn, you burnt the steak, you burnt your hamburger, you burnt the bread, you burned, you know, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You lit some matches one time and the blanket got caught on fire and it burned. So you, you can see by nature, everything that burns, right, it, it turns black, it darkens. You understand what I'm saying? Yet, at the same time, when you start talking precious metals, such as gold and brass, when they get burned, they don't, they don't turn black. If somebody came and told you that you you burn gold, gold doesn't gold gets lighter as you burn it. Brass gets lighter. It doesn't get darker when you burn it. It gets lighter when you burn it. Because it's it already it begins with the yellowish color. It got that way because it was burned to that yellowish color. And the more you burn it, it be, see how people don't even know that. Listen, before you even talk about the feet. Before they, before they, the Hebrew Israelites get to the part, or the Black Christians and Black Muslims, before they even get to the part where it talks about the feet, at the very beginning it says, "And his head, right, and his head is white like wool or something like that, lambs wool, you know what I mean?" But they they missing the and part. Man, I said this five six years ago. They're skipping the and part where it says his head and his hair is white like all right so let's just stop we can build on that i'm like bro you skipping i'm trying to show <laughs> i'm trying to tell why he is like bro are you skipping a piece just because you skip it you can't make me skip it i'm looking at you you skipping the piece we're 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 talking about something that um to be honest with you like the way big mama gave it to us they never gave us um the racial background behind it all because the story of the son of Mary is a beautiful story by itself you know what I mean so there is though a in my estimate there is though a racial makeup and there's stories behind the stories where there's an ethnicity attached to it based on the genealogy this is what I often talk about here Ham, Sham and the Japheth story right before you get to somebody bleaching their skin they have to have a negative connection and connotation with the darker skin. And that comes through media and it comes through religion. We teach that here. So, uh, in order for me to give you a Sodom and Gomorrah story, when you do the legwork, you see Sodom and Gomorrah, these are children of Hamites, this is a black city. You know what I mean? So, when you when you see our people... Uh, they they talk about this well you know God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah okay they don't see like yeah but Sodom and Gomorrah was a black city and you become the image of homosexuality even though in reality I can say that original people are one of the most anti-gayest people on the planet yet in the book they categorize you this way they give you a Jezebel what do I look like walking around talking about this Jezebel spirit when I know that they put Jezebel as a child as a as a child of Ham in the book so they're making this kind of this devious woman she is a black woman when we can see that 
we don't know any devious original women in real life to this magnitude we don't we, we don't see it we never heard you know they don't show you any it's not it's not real we don't see this for real but we seen the activity of queen elizabeth all the way going down the lines from the 1500s we see what this queen do it's they're devious not you you don't have a line of that's not you but they put you in this position through religion you can't see it though let me go back to that maybe that's a different, different day let me go back to his head and his hairs were white like war his head stop it's an and after that his head and his hairs were white like war what does that mean beloved what does that mean because we all know we know we know it's all symbolism and it's we know we us we know what it really is but for, for some of our people that are taking this literally what do you think that that is when somebody say his eyes were as a, as a flame of fire what color is that we know the symbolism behind these things you you're taking it literal all right you want to play the literal game let's play the literal game if you're telling me that the son of mary walked on the earth and he made his transition out of the earth right beating death making his transition out of the earth he's 33 something like this is this is what we get right all right i don't know any original men in their 30s their hair their, their hair is white do you know any i don't know any i don't know an original man in his 20s or his 30s and his hair is all white i don't know any do you know any because we have google images if you know somebody screenshot a picture of me save it and send it and we talk about it on the, on the next podcast but i don't know any brother i don't know any sister so if we're going to go into the symbolism we can you're going literal all right well let's i don't know no original man in the studies that got his head all of his his all of his whole head is white he's a black man with white hair in his 30s and he's he's in the middle east he's in palestine i don't know any beloved but i know the book says his head it stops it says and his hairs were white so let's just let's just just use some terms interchangeably if i said um his head and his hairs were green like a frog what would you do then would you make a black man with green hair or you make the head green along with the hair green if I said his head and his hairs were black like a raven, how would you do it then? Would you just make the hair black with the man black? Yeah, you should because his head and his hairs were black like a raven. If I said his head and his hairs is red like a cardinal, then how would you do it then? You have a black man with red hair or you have a red-headed person with see you know we can do a plug and play and see what it really is but the the book says his head and his hairs were white like war now when you just show them that v you don't get it oh man that's you know it's carnal brother <laughs> you, you're carnal minded i'm carnal minded i don't get it but there's 50 buildings in the neighborhood and they're on every corner so if the people that's Arcano don't get it, and it's the spiritual people that get it, but it's 50 buildings and everybody's saying they're spiritual and they don't get it, then maybe we need to examine something else because it looked like nobody is getting it. And then when we all look around at everybody that's not getting it, we're all original people. But we were told, I'm going to go down and confound their language. <laughs> the people told you. We're gonna go down. We are gonna go down and confound their language. <laughs> Cause them riding them on the road down there. And if you know what, they got such a strong oneness, man. If they kind of kick back, they'll be able to do what they said they're gonna do. So we gotta go down there and get that straight. We can't let them build that antenna. We can't let them build that tower. We're going to leave it there. You know what I mean? Colorism, beloved. 
Colorism doesn't exist without the white Jesus, man. Does not even exist. You know what I mean? Like, bro, that is such a powerful mental game. Psychological game. To go amongst, but that's the children of God at work. That's that's so powerful to come amongst indigenous people and give them. Man, you know they got the white Jesus picture in Australia? The aboriginals in Australia was given a white Jesus picture. The Africans was given a white Jesus. This is all by design. I just don't know nobody that's a real human being can be this wicked. I just don't know any that can be this wicked. Not like this wicked. This is different. Like this is not. This is like out of the planet kind of wickedness that you see with these people. And they're trying to remove black folks from off of the planet but until they're able to do that they made sure that your skin and my skin and our skin are badges of dishonor it is not to be coveted it is not to look up to like we got the real skin of the enemy or something so when you see our Mexican brothers that they don't like us brother they already came in contact with the devil Nobody likes black skin, not even black people. So you're buying bleaching agents and creams and man, I just look at the root of it though. I'm like, golly, bro, this guy, what is he? Is he ever going to, but he's, you know, he's, he's on, he's on pace to lead the planet. But man, I just can't wait to love it. <laughs> I can't wait, but you know my, you know my thing. I often worry about. I say, man, you know, where the skin bleaching cream may come in two levels. It's a cream for the heart, which we call crackatosis, right? Shout out to the general. We call that crackatosis when you got that skin bleaching cream in your heart, and then we got another skin bleaching agent that you put on your physical flesh. And then my concern is, man, you know. um, you know, when the devil leaves the planet, right? Because he's only going to be here to rule for a short time. When he's leaving the planet, you know, how long will the original people battle with the skin bleaching agent that been put in their heart? With that Willie Lynchism that was placed in our heart, how long will we, we battle with that, right? So... Our only salvation, beloved, is marriage and separation. Marriage takes you out of the racialized game because you're a family. So when a man marry a woman and a woman marry a man and two families become one, it changes the whole game. You know, you become your tribe. You become, you are your family. You don't look at the shade no more. You don't look at the skin tone no more. You and your tribe is one. So we know this. This is why the devil fights so hard to keep people from getting married. He don't care religion you get. Look, you got them all. You didn't try every religion. You and then you know you're gonna go in the back room and you gonna man, you know this guy got a, a new understanding. You every time, <laughs> listen. Every so often, it's another Muslim minister, another Jewish minister, another Christian minister come out the back with a whole different new understanding. And no, 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 marriage gonna free our people. That's it. Marriage, marriage, and separation it's not gonna get no further than that we gotta get we gotta get way 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 away from this man and we gotta get back to this earth we got to hug this earth and got to learn how to farm again because man he's fixing it so that i don't know if you've noticed the uh the fruit aisle is getting smaller and the, the fruit section is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and then it's all this seedless shit going on. Everything gets seedless all of a sudden. And I'm like, man, this guy's setting it up. Well, you know, everybody got to get food from him. But Noble Drew Ali, he, he taught us that. He said that. He said it's going to come a time where, you know, the so-called white man, he going to close his warehouses and his stores down. He said, if you don't have a three-month supply, you're going to be screwed. Noble Drew Ali said this in the early 1900s, beloved. So what else did he say? Because our people was looking for a savior. And Noble Dwali said, beloved, he said this. If I can just get you to think, beloved, you can save yourself. 
and we'll end it right there. Peace and black power to your family. Love, we thank you guys so much for listening. We thank you guys so much for hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Content is Form Podcast. It's your brother V, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace, peace, and we'll love it more. Peace. I grew up, people always commenting on my skin color. People saying to my mother, where did you find her? Because I'm the darkest shade of my family. The darker you are, the more you experience discrimination against your skin color. The lighter you are uh, from these communities, the more beautiful you are. As a result of that, you will see people using skin lighting products, buying skin lighting products to change their skin color because of they want to fit in. Amira Adawe is on a mission. What new products came to the market? She's in Nairobi, Kenya researching how skin lightening products are being marketed and sold. So these are some of the products that we bought, sets of of skin lightening uh, creams. Skin lightening is a global issue, and Adawe first learned about it at a young age growing up in Somalia. Back home, growing up in, in Somalia when I was very young, I used to see many people around me using these products. Some of my family members, my aunts, are using these products. You will see like huge skin discolorations, like damage to their skin. So I was always, always interested uh, learning about these products and what's happening internally. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor. Spotify and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.